بسم الله الرحمن الرحیم سلام and welcome to a Rajab special session of spiritual Saturdays um, it's been a few days that the month of Rajab has started and I thought it may be a good idea for us to talk a little bit about um, how should we feel about the fact that it's the month of Rajab um, some of you may have been bombarded by a'mals on your Instagram feed, people telling you, oh, read this to all, do this prayer, do this and that. And usually the month of Rajab, although depending on how um, your feed is, because every Instagram feed is different to the other one, but many people get this vibe that as if something's happening. Um, although this year it was a little bit less, unfortunately. Um, but... Um, it seems like it's a special month. I remember uh, a few years ago, uh, I I didn't get it. It was like, what could be special about a time? Um, like how is, uh, for example, let's say it's sunset, we've entered into the month of Rajab. How is today different to the day before? Like, why should I care about it? Why should I um, suddenly start doing all this amal people are telling me to do? Although even up to now, I'm not a big fond of A'mal, the way we're doing it right now, because I think it's a little bit misunderstood. We'll talk about that. But uh, slowly, slowly, um, I started to develop an appreciation for uh, for these special months, Rajab, Sha'aban, and then Ramazan. I realized it's not the time exactly per se, uh, that that is very crazy it's that we ourselves um, if we want if we accept um, can experience differences within ourselves uh, and, and that is a very profound idea which i will open up slowly slowly even for myself in my journey um, i had this period of stagnation that lasted for a few years and uh, I couldn't just get a breakthrough and it was actually uh, during those times as well by the way I didn't believe that these months are special I couldn't fathom not that I was rejecting it I just couldn't make sense of it like uh, I didn't want to take it by faith I wanted to get like an understanding of how could the month be special it's the same month as every other month like is it that the moon, the sun, the earth is different? I later on understood. But back then, at the same time, I was also going through this very um, period of stagnation in my own spiritual journey. And uh, one year, a friend of mine gave me this book about the month of Rajab. He was like, Javad, read it. I was like, okay, okay, I'll read it. In my mind, I was like this idiot. The kind of things they believe in, like month could be special. So I started reading that book and there was so much nonsense in the book, to be honest with you. But there were a few points that got me um, thinking. There were a few hadiths there which were so interesting. Um, one of these hadith, actually, I want to share with you tonight. And I got the idea that, you know what, let's try and see if I can um, experience what this month is about. But let's take it seriously a little bit. Um, I will, although I was still skeptic, but I was like, oh, there's no harm in trying. Let's see what is it all about. Let's 
be open. It opened my heart because before that I had this attitude of like ridiculing it or not ridiculing it, but in the sense of like, come on. Then I was like, okay, I haven't seen how it's special. Let me open my heart. Let's see what happens. And interestingly, that Rajab became the start of a massive shift in my own journey. I still remember the first uh, moment that suddenly it's like life took a different course. And just today I was speaking to my friend who gave me that book, it's, which is so interesting. We hadn't spoken to each other after a few months, just uh, today he messaged and I was like, do you remember that everything started from the month of Rajab back then? And uh, he was like, wow, yeah. So, so that's why for me now Rajab is very special. And I don't want to force this on you. Like, I don't want to say accept this month is special. No. All I want to suggest is let's have an open heart and see if we can uh, experience for ourselves. That's one of the things I really recommend in religion. You don't need to take anything on faith from other people. Try it for yourself. And chances are, if you choose the right attitude, you will experience something and then that would be the best um, thing you could rely on, your own experience. So um, that was my introduction of why I chose uh, this topic for tonight because we've just entered the month of Rajab and I don't want us to miss out on the opportunity that um, is, is, is available in this month. Okay, before reading the hadith for you and the dua for the month of Rajab, I want to share a psychological point with you which may be very practical for a lot of people and use that as a segue to our discussion on how some months could be special. There is a psychological, um, maybe more psychotherapeutical uh, point that is so profound and unfortunately a lot of the times even therapists are not aware of it. And if a therapist does not know that, they're going to have a lot of troubles with their clients. What is that? After a while that a person has lived in a uh, in a certain way, there are certain patterns formed in the psyche. By the way, please pay attention to this. It's going to really open up a whole new world to you. If you're a therapist or if you are someone who's going to therapy, if you're a parent who wants to understand your children more, please pay attention to this or even your parents. After a while, the ego creates certain patterns for itself and it becomes very difficult for the ego to, um, to change those patterns. Imagine um, if we want to use a physical metaphor to be able to understand it because ego is very abstract for us. Let's say the ego has this much room to maneuver, to navigate. After a while, slowly, slowly, this room becomes less and less. Why? Because certain patterns are created and certain paths are not um, walked on for such a long time that slowly, slowly, the ego does not even remember how to do certain things. Uh, think of, for example, the person who uh, has developed social anxiety during their puberty and they don't even remember how 
they used to before this go and talk to a stranger and just start a, a conversation. If you think about it, it seems like such a possible thing to do from a, if you just consider the physical body, like take your body, take it to that space in front of that person, open your mouth and say some words. If a person is not in the mind of a person with social anxiety, they may not understand why is it that this person cannot just go to someone and start talking to them. But like, well, dude, go there, open your mouth, words will come out and you start a discussion. What they don't know is that in order to go there, the, the, the mind needs to make that decision and the mind has not made that decision for such a long time that it has even forgotten how to. Not just that, from point A where the mind is to point B, where it wants to make that decision that let me go there, there are now so many, um, we can say things which have grown. There are so many walls, so many distractions, right? The moment this person wants to go from A to B, it's not like it's a fixed road. It's like a straight road. No, the mind has gone to other routes. It wants to go and speak to someone, but then it goes to the route of, what if I say something embarrassing? What if I don't know what to say? What if they make fun of me? What if they reject me? So from point A to B is no longer like how it used to be. I just come and I go there. No, the person wants to come out and then they see that, oh my God, it's a maze in front of them. It's a maze. They go inside. The mind takes them to all these doubts. What if they make fun of me? I don't know what to say. Oh, I'm a terrible person. Why am I like this? I wish I wasn't like this, right? By the time the person wants to figure this out, the opportunity is gone and they may feel like, oh my God, why am I like this? This was just one example that I wanted to show you that it's not like the ego is free. The mind is empty and the ego can do whatever it wants. No. As life goes on, as these patterns are made, the ego finds itself so limited by all these, you know, patterns which are created. All the patterns could be doubts, could be fears, could be, you know, previous decisions. And at some point, the ego even may want to choose a different path, may want to do something, but it just doesn't have that wiggle room. It just doesn't have enough space to make a change. I don't know if I'm explaining this well or not. It's anxiety was just one example. Another thing could be, I don't know, there may have been even periods in your life where you wanted to make a change, but you felt like life never gives you that opportunity to just pause and say, we want to go that way. Enough of trying this. We want to try something else. It seems like life takes you with it. Um, sometimes, for example, people tell me, we decided to make life different, but now it, we just quote ourselves. It's been three months and we are just doing the same thing, the same thing. It's like life is going on and the ego keeps falling into the previous patterns and it can never tell everyone, can everyone just please pause? Can my doubts, can time, can university, can job, can parents, can friends, can social media? Can everyone stop for a second? I want to make a change. I need time. I, 
I can't focus. I need everyone to stop so I can see if I can do something else. I need to figure it out, right? And you see, this is why most people fail to make long-term changes in their life because it seems like life is just forcing them forward. And um, this is why, for example, that uh, sometimes people in Hajj or Ziyara or maybe on a trip suddenly feel like they create a spiritual breakthrough. Why is that? Because it seems like when they go on hand, if they don't distract themselves with all the amal, they may get a, a break from the patterns of life. They may get a few days off where they can, imagine if this is the course of life, they can come out and look at it and be like, what are we doing? Right? How did we get to here? So the ego gets an opportunity to distance itself from what's happening, look at it and decide if it wants to make changes or not. Um, otherwise, in life, we barely get those opportunities, especially how busy life is right now. And if you think about it, most of our challenges actually comes from this, like how illnesses go unnoticed. You see a sign of, for example, an illness that could be dangerous, and you're like, I'll look at it, I'll look at it tomorrow, next day, next day. And then sometimes people say, wow, I realize six months has passed and I wanted to go get this blood test to see, or I don't know, go get this, for example, um, cyst that has grown on my, go and get it checked. It was six months ago I wanted to do that. Wow, how come time just flew? Now, this is what I'm trying to say, right? In life, sometimes the, 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 the entity in charge of making decisions for us, or the ego, the I, whatever, doesn't have enough wiggle room to stop, to make a distance, to a, a change, to make a different path, or, or even to look and see what should we do. Now, it's also not always that the problem is that uh, there are patterns around us that limit us. That's one of the reasons. Another reason was that life sometimes goes so fast so you don't have the time. But there are other reasons as well. One of the other ones which I don't want to open up too much is that your ego is not the only entity that lives within your psyche, right? But this one, it's a little bit, it may take time to open it up. I'll just briefly give the headline. There are other entities as well within us that sometimes do not allow our ego to make the changes it wants. We'll leave that for later on. So, what is the importance of this? The importance of this is that if you don't know this about yourself or about others, there would be so many things which you cannot make sense of. You know, one of the things I said, unfortunately, sometimes even therapists don't know this. A therapist who tells her client or his client, this week, um, I want to give you an exercise. For example, go and... Uh, write this letter to yourself. The client comes next week, says, did you do it? Um, says, no, I didn't do it. Now, the therapist may think I'm dealing with a, a lazy client, not knowing that maybe there is something there stopping uh, your client from being able to write that letter, being able to do that exercise that you asked them to do. Maybe the ego, maybe the I does not have enough wiggle room to sit down and do that, right? And uh, it, it, as if the if the therapist doesn't pay attention to this, uh, 
the 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 path they will take will be wrong. They're like, okay, lazy. How can we fix lazy? No, it's not lazy. It's just that for people, it's very difficult to make changes, to do new things, because ego has very little wiggle room. What are some of the things that can give us wiggle room that can help the ego take a step back, make a change, add something? Well, there are many things. One is to go slow, not go too fast. One is to get help from others. One of the things which unfortunately right now in our culture is getting lost every day is the idea that there are so many challenges the ego goes through that may not be able to overcome on its own. It may need to get, tell a few people, guys, I need help. Come together. Let's help me. On my own, I'm stuck in this pattern. Help me together um, overcome this. So one is go slowly, one is get help from others, one is to be able to get a break from the routines, go somewhere else, uh, get a distance from your life and, and think about it. Um, sometimes, for example, uh, people have anxieties that first day is little, second day is little, uh, third day is little, and uh, slowly, slowly it increases, anxiety increases, anxiety increases, anxiety increases. After one year, suddenly they realize, oh my God, this anxiety is crippling me. It's disabling me. I can't move. And during that year, it wasn't like it was always like that. It was growing so slowly. And it seems like the person and the family members around them slowly, slowly, like, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. We should do something about it. Tomorrow we should do something about it. I think I need to do something about it. And six months passes and like, wow, it's got to a certain stage that's really now needs serious attention. So how come all those six months we missed the opportunities to do something? Because as I said, it's not easy in life to stop and make a change. And that's why problems sometimes that could have easy solutions initially become so big that require bigger solutions. Okay. What is the link of this to the month of Rajab? One of the things I want to suggest to you is that there are certain times, in the same way that we say there are certain places that by creating a distance between you and your life and giving you help, it enables you to make a change in your life. Like one example of that was Hajj. Hajj is a physical place you go to to get a distance from your ordinary life so that you can look back at it and see what are the changes you need to make and at the same time, your ego is not alone. Your ego is around so many symbols that can give strength. For example, you're in Medina, Masjid al-Nabi. The presence of the Prophet gives you energy. You're in Mecca. You, you know, all the hujjaj around you. The energy there enables the ego to find the courage to look at its challenges, not shy away from them, and maybe make some changes. Um, because as we said, for the ego, it's so difficult. Although sometimes it's just that it doesn't get time. Sometimes it's just that it's so difficult to look at an area in life where there's problem. So we rather overlook it. This, for example, cyst that has been growing, I don't know, on my arm or my, my chest. And I need to go to the doctor and check it, but it's so scary. So the ego needs some support. It needs some time to be able to look at that and go get it checked. Now, had um, as a place we go to gives us that opportunity. Not only you get a distance from your ordinary life, but also you get, you're in the presence of spiritual support. You're in the presence of God, in the presence of other people around you who are usually in their best 
personality because they've gone to uh, this pre-show pilgrimage. Um, that's why a lot of people during Hajj make some of the best friendships of their lives because everyone is, you know, on this same mindset. So anyways, that helps you. That's one way in which we can create more wiggle room for our ego to be able to change life. Physical place we go to. Now, I want to say in addition to physical places we go can go to, there are some uh, times we can go to. Hajj is a place, Rajab is a time. So in many ways, Rajab has a similar function to Hajj. It's like you have to really, if you want to make the most out of the month of Rajab and not be just another month in the year, like, I don't know, January, February, December, Rajab, Shab, or Ramazan, it, for many people, it could just be like that. But if you want to Rajab to be special for you, you have to treat it as a, as a destination that you're going to. It's like in the beginning of the month of Rajab or whenever you want, even tonight, say, you know what, I want to enter this month and I want to uh, treat this month as a separate time to my ordinary life. I'm going to dedicate, for example, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I don't know, however my life affords, the more the better, but even if I can you know, allocate 20 minutes every day to leave my ordinary life and travel to the month of Rajab. In Hajj, what am I doing? I'm going to Medina, I'm going to Mecca and distance myself from my life in, I don't know, Toronto, in London, wherever, and create that relationship with God and look at my life in London and try to see what area needs growth. Now, on this day, on this month, sorry, every day for 10 minutes, I travel from, for example, January, 10 minutes enter into Rajab, get a distance from my ordinary life and look at my life and try to get energy. So that's the first point that if you want Rajab to be special, you have to walk into it. Allocate a time in a day where you can walk into it. But if you remember, we said the Hajj, the only special thing in it is not that it's just a, a separate place. No, you also have so many symbols and presence of divine that helps you. You have Kaabe, which is a great symbol of God's presence, and that really helps you. So what do we have in Rajab? God says in the same way that I become more manifest to you, although God is everywhere. But God says, I try to make myself a little bit louder so that you see me in Mecca. I did it for you with a, with that stone, Kaaba. Here, I do for you in other ways. I'll come to your heart. So in some ways, Rajab may be even more special because your Kaaba is kind of within you. Now, I think we are ready to read this hadith by the Prophet, which Sayyid Tawus narrates it in the book Iqbalul A'mal. Let's read what does the Prophet say about the month of Rajab, taking all of these things into consideration. The Prophet uh, says that um, there is an angel. Hello, what do these mean? What is an angel? We'll discuss this later, okay? Just get the meaning behind it. Don't focus too much on what is an angel. What is... We'll talk about that later. There is an angel that as soon as the month of Rajab comes, every night from 
the beginning of night till morning says this which says good for the ones who try to remember God feel the presence of God who are these people these are the ones who manage to take a journey from their ordinary life a few minutes at least to the month of Rajab and try to as in your Hajj, you try to pilgrim towards God, even though God is not just in Mecca, God is everywhere, but it's like in your heart, you try to get rid of distractions and focus on God. That's your pilgrimage towards God in Hajj. In Rajab as well, the angel says, It's going to be so amazing. Good for the ones. Blessed be the ones who manage to, at least a few minutes in the day, make a pilgrimage in their heart towards God. Now we'll open that up more. Then the Prophet says that God says. So from the rest of this hadith onward, these are the words of God. God says, Whoever in this month, although this is true every time, but as we said, uh, this is a special case of it. In the same way that God is not just in Mecca, God is in the whole universe, but in Mecca it's a special symbol. So in the same way, God says, although I'm always there with whoever remembers me, but in Rajab, this will be in a very special sense. It's a metaphor God uses. Whoever sits down to remember me, I'll sit beside them. I'll be next to them. The next phrase is even crazier. And I will obey, God says. I will obey the one who wants to obey me. It's one of the craziest phrases I've ever encountered. God says, if you try to obey me, I will obey you. It's crazy. And it's very much linked to the discussion we had. You remember how I said the ego doesn't have enough wiggle room to make the changes it wants? God says, in this month, if you want to make changes to live a better life, I will come and help you do that. So you make this decision that I want to make changes. I want to grow. I want to overcome my challenges. That's your way of telling God, God, I'm coming towards you. God says that I will obey you. I will come and help you do that. I will give your ego that wiggled room it needs to be able to make that changes. And I will give Ghufran. It's not just forgiving. We'll explain Ghufran is way bigger. To Manistaghfarani. Whoever asks for, for uh, forgiveness and Ghufran, God says, I will give them Ghufran. Uh, Ghufran, as I said, it's bigger than uh, forgiving. Ghufran is uh, to fill the gaps, to fill the, the, the shortcomings of someone, right? Let's say I have a challenge. I want to overcome, for example, um, this fear I have or this anxiety I have. Well, from the place I am to the place where I can overcome my anxiety, from where I am to the place where I can gain more courage or, or whatever challenge I'm facing, there are so many gaps there. There are so many shortcomings. Shortcomings not in the sense of blame, shortcomings just in the sense of lacks that I have. Maybe one is, it's very difficult for me to face that I have anxiety. Maybe one is I don't have the knowledge how to overcome my anxiety. Maybe there are, there are so many things I need from where I am to get to the solution. There are so many gaps. If the gaps were not there, well, obviously I wouldn't have the problem, right? 
whatever challenge I have. Maybe I want to have a tough discussion with my parent. I don't know how to do that. Ghufran is what? God says, I will give Ghufran to whoever asks for it. Ghufran is God. I admit I've got these gaps. I've got these holes. You come fill them. That's what Ghufran is. You come fill in these gaps so that I can walk towards where I want to go. And God says, I will do that for you. And then God continues by saying, This month is my month. All year is God's, but how Makkah is a symbol of God. God says, this month is a symbol of me. While Abdu Abdi and you're mine. While Abdu Abdi, every Abd is mine. While Rahmatu Rahmati. And this month, the mercy, the love is abundant. The mercy you find is not based on how much you can find, how much you deserve. No, it's how much I'm giving. Mercy is abundant. The one who comes towards me, I'll be there, we'll fix it together. Woman, this is good. And it says, God says, I have placed this month a rope between me and people, my people, my body, my people. So Rajab is a, a rope that God says, If you hold on to this rope, you will reach God. What's it? Whoever holds on to this will reach me. It's a very special month. And um, it's... Uh, it's a great opportunity. If you look at it this way, if you do a pilgrim to this month, if you realize what is happening, what is happening is this. Um, um, let me try and find another metaphor to, to, to show how can a person enter month of Rajab because it's not like now everyone is in the month of Rajab. No, many people are just in normal time. Month of Rajab, if you want to enter, we need to realize what is happening. And what is happening is this. God says, I, it is becoming easier for you in this month to find me. I am always there. But I'll try to make it even easier for you to feel I am there. That's what this month is. So how can I enter this month? By at least opening my heart to the idea that this month maybe is different to the previous month. Maybe I can make changes that I was not able to. Maybe um, maybe I would have different experiences in this month. Maybe I can actually feel God's presence and love more. All you need to enter into the month of Rajab is to open your heart to the possibility that crazy things can happen. Right? In, in the same way that a person who goes to Hajj, goes to Ziyara, it depends how much they benefit on how open their heart is. If they go to Hajj and they're like, oh, I'm expecting to feel God's love, then they'll go and feed it. So you also have to, in the month of Rajab, open your heart. I want to feel God. I want to create a change. And then you've welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the month of Rajab now. Now you have actually stepped into this month and it's um, 
you know, I was listening to um, a, a talk, a beautiful talk about the month of Rajab. The person said it's a kind of uh, seeking refuge in God. It's a kind of migration uh, towards God. And though we may not be able to spend the whole 24 hours in the month of Rajab, but even if in a day, five minutes, 10 minutes, you manage to make that migration to God, sit at the corner, or even as you're driving, I don't know, as you're changing the diapers, you're your baby, whatever. Just a few minutes, tell yourself, God, I, I want to feel you, I want to come into this. And it, it, there's actually a hadith that says, the month of Rajab, we have similar things about the month of Ramadan, but even about the month of Rajab, we have that it's like a party for people who want to make change, for people who want to grow, for people who want to feel God's love. They so say, God, I, I accepted the invitation to come to the party. Okay, let me have a sip of my tea and then inshallah we'll continue. I wanted to also discuss um, a dua of Yaman Arjuho, but uh, maybe we can leave that for the next week. Uh, I think maybe it's good to keep it short so that uh, it's not too long. We can focus on this point. And um, before we end the presentation, let's join each other and um, as I said, by the way, I don't want to force this on you. Some of you may be watching and still be a little bit skeptic, like, dude, nonsense. So I, I, I don't know. Each person is at a different part of their journey. I don't want to force anything on you. I don't want you to tell you, for example, I accepted that this is the month of Rajab. Now go do A'amal. You don't need to do any A'amal. Believe me. All you need to do is feel yourself in the presence of God. Talk to God. God says, all you need to do is what? Uh, sit down with me. Talk to me. Um, ask me. Allow me to come and fill the gaps in your life. Allow me to come and give you support. Right? So maybe the best thing initially is especially this first week of the month of Rajab in the first you know, few days, you don't need to do much. Although if you do, it's up your decision. Um, next week, for example, we'll talk about the Dua Yaman Arjuho. There's so much there. It's, it's, it should be, it's better to say it with the knowledge. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, but for now, I don't want to um, ask you to make any changes that would be, I don't know, stressful or not. I just want to tell you one thing. Open your heart to the possibility that life may be different in this month, that God's love may be felt more closely. And now, maybe a few seconds, each of us in your heart, start a connection with God. Tell whatever is in your heart and mind to God. And whatever, one thing I want to ask, whatever idea you had of God till now, please make that a hundred times more positive. What do I mean by that? If someone before this live asked you, how much do you think God loves you? You would think, and I don't know what you would say. Maybe you would say, I don't know. God loves me 10 unit. Now I want you to at least for a few weeks, whoever says how much God loves you instead of 10, say a million unit. 
This is the month of Rajab. If you want to enter into the month of Rajab, you have to accept that God's love is way more for you. It's always there, huh? you're feeling it more. How can I feel it more? At least open that possibility in your heart. So previously, how much God loves you? 10, now say a million. If before it was a million, now say 10 million. If before you were like, I don't think God even loves me, now don't even dare think that for the next few days. Till you get to a place where I stand, you feel it, and your whole life is God's love. But now that you're not seeing it, at least this is the best amal of the month of Raja. Do not dare in this month think God does not love you. Right? And uh, with everything, will God forgive me? Do not dare even question his mercy. Do not dare. Don't let your mind go there. If you see your mind going to up, up, God will not care about me. I can't be spiritual. God doesn't love me. I can't make a change. You see your mind going there. Rajab your mind, which means bring your mind out of it. Say, no, not in this month, not today. You know, I'm not going to let you doubt God's love for me. I'm not going to let you doubt God's connection to me. I'm not going to let doubt's mercy for me in this month. So that's all I want to do. That's all I want you to do, all I'm asking you to do. It's up to you whether you want to do it or not. Let's beautify our understanding, our perception of God. There's a beautiful hadith by Imam Rizal, salam. He says, make your opinion of God beautiful. Have an optimistic, favorable opinion of God. And then he says, whoever, whatever understanding they have of God, they will find God to be like that. In other words, he says, if you don't think God is loving you will close yourself to feeling his love. But if you feel that God is very loving, God is very forgiving, God loves me, then Imam Reza says, you will actually find God like that. Have a favorable opinion of God and what other time than the month of Rajab to do this. So a few minutes, a few seconds, talk to God in your heart, I'll be quiet. Whatever is in your heart or mind, tell to God. And he says, I am with you. I'm there with you. And ready to fill all the gaps in your life. Ready to support you in the changes you need to make. Ready to give you courage in your heart, patience in your heart, vision to know where to go. God is ready. Just talk to him for a few minutes. If you're ready to enter into the month of Rajab, tell God, God, I want to join the party and step into the month. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place you go to with your heart. Rajab is not just out there. No, enter into Rajab with your heart. So take that step now. Be like, take your heart, imagine with your heart, you're stepping into a place that's full of love, full of presence of God, full of Ghufran. And make that decision right now with your heart. And um, welcome to the month of Rajah.